This is Heavy Conversation with Bruce and Jody, a podcast where we talk about being a big guy in today's world. I'm Bruce. And I'm Jody. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. All right, here we go. All right, here we go. Here we go. Hello, Jody. Well, hello, Bruce. It's good to see you again. Always good to see you. Thank you, thank you. And to hear you. Yes. To be seen and heard. Well, or just heard. Yep. Yep. I like to be seen and heard, yes. Yes. Whenever I can. <laughs> <laughs> so, what are we up to today? So, today we're going to talk about something that's a little... Uh, uh, it's a little a little tricky, and uh, uh, I mean, if I'm being honest, I'm still kind of working my mind around a lot of it. Uh, but I feel like it's one that that we've talked, you and I have talked about. We've discussed yeah, yeah, yeah. making this an episode How for a do couple we talk weeks. about it. Right? Where do we go? What angle are we going? And so we're just kind of coming <clears throat> into this, and we're just sort of going with just it. Just going to do it. Yeah. Uh, a few weeks ago, um, Weight Watchers introduced an app for. Kids, basically Weight Watchers kids, mm-hmm. um, and it uh, is supposed to help them manage their the food they eat, use their kind of points and their whole system to Kerbo. Uh, yeah, yeah. So what is, is it? K U R B O. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it has its own kind of system that's you know yeah all of this and there's there's a whole there's a whole thing here there are there are a thousand reasons that i don't love this but uh one of the big things that i saw is when you go through the process of signing up for it um the child who's using it is uh uh they're asked at one point um why they're doing it like if it's to lose weight or if it's to make their parents happy which Mm. is just like soul crushing and horrible yeah (sighs) like that it's it that sucks on so many levels that I just, I don't know. I felt like this was something that we should, that we should talk about a little. And I think, I think for me, a lot of it has kind of come back to me just thinking about uh, what it was like being a fat kid and how having these things that are sort of policing you in a weird way and saying that, you know, you'll be better if you make these changes, yeah. if you use our app. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know. When we first talked about it, I was like, I don't even know how I feel about giving an app like i I mean i don't know a lot about the weight watchers program in general i know it's something about points or whatever yeah um but i don't know that there needs to be a thing that's like like you said like policing it um and and that thing about the reason why you want to do whatever you're joining this thing right like that just put a really bad taste in my mouth about like whatever changes you want to make with your body should first and foremost be for you. Sure. And be for what, you know, not to make other people happy because that's like a never ending battle. So, and I feel like it sets a dangerous precedent to be saying that, you know, telling children that they're not good enough. Well, yeah. At whatever size they are and that, that they are more valuable if they lose weight and they stick to this app Mm -hmm. that is, Certainly from a business standpoint, they want to get them while they're young and then pull them in when they're adults. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And keep them in that ecosystem. Yeah. Do they have do they have like Weight Watcher kids meals? I don't think they do that. Oh, okay. I, I think it is just like, you know You're just tracking things. Yeah, yeah. I didn't actually sign I didn't like log into it completely. Yeah, so it doesn't it, it doesn't uh, go that in depth. <clears throat> but it's enough that it's you know, it just 
the way that it's that it's kind of leading people and and telling kids you know this is what you need to do yeah, I, just, and I, eh. I mean i remember as a kid like it's not like i didn't know i was a big kid like sure. you know you get made fun of or harassed at school or wherever and it's i don't know it just like i don't need another thing right to be putting those weird connotations behind or making me feel different even more different about my body or about food and like right i think already so much going on when you're a kid like your body's changing so much like who knows you know like i don't having something that's telling you that you're not you're not good enough yeah especially when you're a kid that's the stuff that stays with you yeah like you said i mean when if you grow up as a fat kid You've had to deal with that and grow some kind of thick skin mm-hmm. around it. And I've found with myself, uh, and I've been thinking a lot about this over the last last few months, just um, that I've gone for a long time just kind of pushing all that stuff to the side and not thinking about how I felt or what I went through or the way that people yeah. treated me as a fat kid. Mm-hmm. And uh, now thinking more about that and about how I felt and kind of going back to that. Well, yeah, it's, it's important to know what your um, to process it yeah, yeah. your processes because i mean you have kids and yeah. then it's like you don't want to put that off on them even unbeknownst to you totally. you, know, you can lo- do that and a lot of the like things your, are re- yeah your feelings about how you were as a kid like a lot of can, the things i'm remembering are just like a lot of shame mm-hmm. around all that stuff and and the part that sucks the most about that is that i'm Going back and looking at photos of when I was a kid, mm-hmm. when I, you know, at that age that I was having these thoughts, and I wasn't a fat kid. I mean, it wasn't like, yeah, yeah. you know, I wasn't as big as I, in my head, had thought yeah, I was. I, I've done the same thing. I'm like, oh, yeah. like, I was kind of chubby, but in my head, I was like this, the blob, you know? Totally. Like the way that whatever yeah. people around me, whatever made me feel, it's like, I was like, this disgusting thing, you know, it's so ingrained in culture and in people for mm-hmm. that to be a thing. And I, my mom is sending me some photos for this other project that I'm doing. And, um, uh, she's sending me some of these pictures from when I was a kid. And so mm-hmm. she, um, took a couple shots of the ones that she was going to send me. And she, she texted them to me. I looked at it. And I was just like, man, I can't believe I felt that way. So mm-hmm. having something else that's telling you that you're not, worthwhile is hard and I, yeah. and and it's something that even as as a parent that i think a lot about mm-hmm. you know how do you how do you talk to your kids about food mm-hmm. about weight about fatness and yeah, or just about their bodies in about, general yeah totally like and, whatever whatever it is like right. you know and you know i, I I have a nine-year-old and a six-year-old mm-hmm. and, we and don't, a little baby and a little tiny baby. Yeah. <laughs> and we don't, um, we don't police what they eat. That was kind of something that, that my wife and I, you know, agreed on early mm-hmm. was that that wasn't going to be something that we would do. And, um, we kind of just let them, they, they manage it themselves and they don't, uh, uh, they don't overeat. They eat when they're hungry and mm-hmm. they don't, when they're not, you know, yeah. and uh, I mean, one of one of the kids is very picky about what they'll eat. And the other one is pretty much adventurous and yeah. open to whatever. And there's but, always going to be a, a picky one. That... Right. But it's not <laughs> like, you know, th- it's working well for us, you know, 
They they are happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, the food isn't a it's not a negative thing, and that's it's just that was, food. It's food. Yeah. It's food. Yeah, and you know the the joy and the experience of of enjoying it and enjoying eating with your family and all of that is what really matters. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, it's I don't know, and it's not like um, and I, I don't know. I think it's more like I don't know. I'm trying to think like as a kid, my mom just. And I don't think she was really, I don't think she ever policed it. At least I didn't feel like she did. Sure. She just gave us healthy options. Sure. Like, or, you know, whatever. I don't know. There just was never a lot of the negative stuff with food. I didn't think there was anything like that in our house. We always had what we needed and we ate what we wanted. And we were good to go. And you're just good. You know, there wasn't anything like, oh, you shouldn't be eating that. Yeah. You know, unless it was like my mom's favorite chips or something, you know, that was like special for her. Right. You know, but other than that, like there was never anything like. Yeah. I remember, you know, as I've been thinking back about this, I remember like feeling sneaky about food where I would have to eat something and I'd have to eat it like hidden away or I'd get up really early before everybody else to eat so I could make my cereal and eat, you know, kind of sneak that stuff around and, and, uh. Um, definitely felt shame around that. So, I mean, it's, yeah, I I don't know if that's a, I don't know if that's a big, like a chubby kid thing or if it's just like a kid thing. Yeah. Like you sneak, you sneak things that maybe you're not supposed to have as many sweets or whatever. I was doing it with regular food as opposed to snacks and stuff. It was, you know, and it, and it was me just kind of, um, feeling, feeling, shame around wanting to eat the things that I wanted to oh, eat okay. or, you know, having as much of it as I wanted or whatever. And I think that, I think that have, having those kind of feelings and having that shame around that stuff uh, made me want it more and mm-hmm. it made it work out to where it was. Well, yeah, because so it was like weird the, forbidden, the forbidden thing. Yeah. So it makes you want it more. Totally. And then it's like a vicious cycle that. Totally. What is that? I can't remember that loop, what it's called, but anyways. Yeah. 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 Where do, I mean this is might get personal but where did you think where do you think that shame or whatever came from? Like what? I you know I I don't know and I I have been thinking about that and where it came from and I just I don't know. Like I I don't a lot of that kind of stuff I always just kind of like I said push off to the side. So it wasn't something that I that I've been thinking about that much until recently, you know, mm-hmm. just with our kids getting a little older and me just uh, with with Chubster and with things that uh, things that I'm writing and and all of that, I've been thinking more about that stuff mm-hmm. and kind of where you know where does all that come from? And obviously, even even if I wasn't thinking about that, there was this obviously stood out to me in some fashion because I started Chubster. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. don't you don't go out and do that kind of thing well, if yeah, there's not big, something there. It's a big move to be like I need to talk about this, right? This is something that, yeah. So obviously, there's something. So I've been trying more, to follow it back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know. I mean, okay. my, you know, when I think about it, my dad, um, uh, my dad is a bigger guy, always has been, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and did he maybe, have any like health issues when you were no. younger? Or anybody in your family have no that you remember? Okay. No, nothing like that. I just. Uh, you know, we always we always liked our food. My my mom is very small, mm-hmm. very thin. Um, you know, so I, I don't know. Uh, it's it's I mean, just a weird. In my family, there's a lot of very big people in my extended family. So there was always that like, yeah, 
you know, you're going to need to, you know, watch your health and, you know, yeah. like blood pressure and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Like that's something that we're going to need to be aware of that this is you're genetically predisposed to be. I'm a, I mean, I'm a big guy, sure. I'm, you know, I'm a tall guy, but I'm also kind of big. Right. So it's like, it's hereditary. So it's like something that I remember my mom saying, you know, this is something that our family struggles with. Sure. So you're going to have to be aware of that. So it's, you know, right. but it wasn't anything like, you know. Yeah. No, there was never, there was never any uh, real family history of that kind of stuff. And, and, you know, the, the bigger people in my family were all blue collar workers. So they're active all day. And, yeah. And, well, you yeah know, they're all, all they my enjoyed family all their food and drink. And, and, yeah. 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 Totally. Big Midwestern. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But they're like big people. So right. it's like, yeah. Right. So it was that kind of thing. And I, and you know, part of me is like, well, you know, is that, uh, uh that was certainly something that I looked up to you know, a lot of that lifestyle. So Mm -hmm. maybe that was part of it. I I don't know. I don't know. I just, I think that, you know, I felt, I felt shame around it. I don't feel like, you know, my, my, my mom and my dad got divorced when I was really young. So I lived with my mom, uh, through most of those years until I was like 13. So maybe uh, that, I mean, my my mom was never, I feel like maybe there might be something probably with probably something with the, you know, the, I mean, all of it. Yeah. But it's, you know, but it's just one of those things where it's like I when I think about how the kind of parent that I want to be, that's definitely not something that I'm I'm not. Well, it's good to be aware that it was an an issue for you sure. so that you can hopefully not make it an issue for your kids. But right. Just being I think being and it's also aware an, of it is a big thing. It is. It is. And it's also in how you talk about. Mm-hmm. fatness you know we talk we fat is not a bad word in our house and it's it's a word that we use to describe ourselves mm-hmm. you know uh and so it is something that they that they can use too they mm-hmm. ask us questions and talk about it and you know it's uh it, it's something that uh, sometimes they're curious about but mostly they don't care and well, yeah uh, it's just uh, the reality yeah. they don't know yeah. any, they don't know dad any differently that's just how dad is but and... we've also had to explain to them that uh people out in the world <laughs> don't use fat the same way that we use it yeah, so yeah, yeah. talking about talking about somebody oh look at that fat lady over there that doesn't always go over okay. so well yeah. so you have to you know not everybody's where we are other people are you know, more sensitive right. or right. don't use the same sort of language or whatever. Yeah. So it's just such a weird thing. Uh, we should open this beer. Okay. What? Oh, you know, yeah. what does it say? Humming Dragon. Yes. India Pale Ale. Right. Uh, from from Queens, New York. Yes. Does That's that say awesome. Lick Beer Project? Where did L-I-C? So I Lick feel like beer project. I don't know what that says. I feel like I've had a beer from from this the brewery. Yeah, when I was in New York, or when you were in New York. Yeah. Okay. How did you uh, procure this magic? Nice. Ooh. Oh, it looks looks good. Looks. Yeah. I I it looks like your pour. It, it does. It does. I'm I'm glad you started. <clears throat> glad you did the um, first. So. I talked about it before. Um, there, I don't know how, what it's called. Tavor? Tavor? Oh, yeah. Right, right. There's an app where you can order a bunch of beer. God, I can't make fun of you. Look at that. <laughs> He's got really heady beer oh, over there. Oh, man. What a horrible court. Um, so, you can picture. you get like a beer. They release a beer a day or something and you can order it. You can order a couple cans or whatever. So, I was like, oh, I want to try that. 
So I ordered a bunch of different ones, and I think one of the last episode we was a beer that we got from or that I got from there. So just wanted to try something different. We I wanted to have something new that wasn't from Portland since we were you know right right seemed like it was a lot of local beers, a lot of Portland beer. Yep. Um. So yeah. So I just. I was just on the East Coast a couple weeks ago, and uh, uh, I was up in the, the Northeast, and uh, their beer is, um, it's good. It's different from this West Coast stuff. Yeah. It is, their beer is like, I feel like, I could I could definitely feel like the, I just got off the uh, the crab boat for the day, and I needed a, <laughs> a good, powerful beer. Yeah. And it, it, there was a lot of that. Uh, good stuff. Good Humming. stuff. It's, it's funny how um, how the coasts the, their their beers are so different. Yeah, just regionally, I think the flavor profiles are considerably different, which is kind of cool. So I thought, yeah, get something a little different. So like yeah, that. Humming Dragon, and I apologize, I don't know how if it's Lic Beer Project or Lick or Li. I don't know what it is. Oh, Long Island City, New York. So it's Lic Beer Project. Sorry, I'm a little slow, everyone. <laughs> <clears throat> So it's a seven percent ABV. Yes, uh, the IBU is not available. So it, it's uh, this is good. It's 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 uh, fruity. I want to say without any kind of sweetness. It's kind of yeah. got that floral. It's got fruitiness. the citra hops in there, which I like. Simcoe yeah. and El Dorado. I don't know if I'm familiar with that one. What's it? What's it called again? I need to put it in the uh, humming, untapped. Humming dragon. Humming. This one right here in front of you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I could look up at the can, but why, yeah. why do that? Why when I could the, just the power you. of audio? Um, where? Sorry. Okay, I like this a lot. This is really good. Crouching tiger, hidden dragon. What? But I don't have the. Oh, I feel like this is one really long. Blah, this blah, can blah. has been out for a little while. Yeah, and I feel like that is maybe good sometimes. These beers it, like, need opened, to... Well, yeah. it wasn't open. It but wasn't. It, it got a little... It's not like crisp cold, but... Right. It's still... It's almost like one of those hazy, juicy IPA kind of feel to it. I'm going to give this a four. Okay. It... Uh, you know what? No. I'm going to give this a 4.25. Oh. Yes. It says rated 4.14 on untapped. Well, there we go. I, I'm impressed. I am... Uh, I am definitely... I am a fan. Hop, humming Dragon's opaque golden pour and clear away all your thoughts. I bet. Inhale deeply its mandarin and grapefruit aromas, evidence of citra hops. Take a sip and remain calm as notes of crisp melon and bright lime from Eldorado hops flash across the palate. I Ooh, like it. It's very descriptive. Here. Yeah, this is one that I would uh, enjoy multiple Yes. Yeah, it's... Uh, I'll have to keep the LIC beer project on my radar. Or whoever from that place can just send me more. I know. I know. And we I'll need to start uh, calling out some of these breweries that we're uh, enjoying from... I'm going to star that one. I uh, just noticed this tag friends thing on Untapped. And <laughs> yes, which I, I believe you've tagged me on a few beers. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, so I'm tagging you. Oh, thank you. There we go. It has a fun can, too. It does. It does. I like this. Lick Beer Project. <laughs> I'm just going to yeah. call it Lick. Lick Beer. I was yep. like, oh, I don't know. Yep, that works. Check. It works. 
Let's see. So remember, yes. remember to follow along on the our untapped list of all the beers that we drink on the episodes. You can follow us. I'm taking a picture of this one. I'd like to. I'd like to throw in that I did have. I have had their uh, a beer called Coated Tiles that they also make. Okay. Um, that I apparently. Did you like it? Enjoy. Yes. I, uh, for me, three is a beer that I am okay okay with drinking again. Okay. Um, so I normally try to save my fours and fives for things that blow me away. Right. Um, I gave Coated Tiles a 3.7, and I did drink that in uh, New York. At, New York. Uh, at the Hoxton Hotel. Ooh. Yes, in Williamsburg, because I'm fancy like that. Um. It was good. It was good. Oh, oh, we're not. I don't know. Not anyways. Yeah. So yeah, beer. Yes. I'm super impressed. This is, uh, we need more of their beers. Mm -hmm. So, uh, lick brewing, lick beer project. (laughs) Uh, this is us calling out to you with the the wrong name. They're like, never, no, we're never sending them anything because they said it wrong. Block them. (laughs) Yep. All right. Well, cool. Yeah. It was a good one. Awesome. So, uh, yeah, you know, I just think that, I don't know. I, I feel like, I feel like the whole idea of an app that is managing, uh, food, managing consumption for children is just, a just kind of a messed up idea. I, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't like the idea, but I, I definitely, like I said, was very turned off when, uh. I saw that. Why are you? Why are you using this app to make my parents happy? That's like, that's horrible. Soul crushing. And they're obviously putting that in there because this stuff is so ingrained. You know, you need to lose some weight, or you know, jokes about being fat. Or mm-hmm. I mean, I definitely remember as a kid, family members making comments or any of that kind of stuff. You know, or or you know, kids at school, whatever. Yeah. Any of that, where there were things like that, and it, and those kind of things stay with you, and it's. And it yeah, it and they're sucks. hard to yeah. get that out of your internal monologue and quiet those criticisms. They take a long time, right? To you know, get those out of there. And I don't. And I think even as adults, we still have to um, like have better relationships with our bodies. Totally, have better relationships with food or what we're doing. You know, like. Just so like, like you said, I know kind of repeating ourselves, but to start those bad relationships that early. Right. It's just, it's not just being able to, being able to, it's, it's just so important with, you know, for, for me with, with my kids, we really want to make sure that, that food is a positive thing for them that, Mm -hmm. uh, that at at the least it is a if it it's a neutral thing that yeah food is they, just a necessity right you, everybody has to eat yeah you eat eat to live right and, or and I live to and eat and enjoy but. it and we try to make it we try to make food fun and we we try different things and I mean we you know we make all kinds of crazy healthy yeah. stuff I shouldn't say we my wife makes all kinds of crazy <laughs> healthy stuff where she she makes some really good food like yeah. she always makes good stuff and. Uh, and makes it interesting, and, and we're pretty adventurous in our house. So yeah, that's good. So we're always and trying. I think that's these really important. It as is parents or totally 
whatever head of your household to be adventurous. Yes. To, you know, even if you, you know, you don't like it, like that's how you develop. And like my, my mom was very adventurous with food, I think. Right. And, you know, I think I got a lot of that from her. Like I want to try new things Mm -hmm. and every, you know, I, you know, I love ethnic food. I love all this, you know, weird, you know, quote unquote weird stuff, but and but I also love, you know, traditional meat and potatoes and totally. stuff. But, I, you know, I love Thai food. I love Indian food. I love, you know, Mexican food. I love, you know. My uh, my parents are definitely not um, uh, as adventurous with their food. <laughs> so a lot of the different cuisine that I like, they they just they yeah, aren't yeah. into. And well, they I never think that's a Midwestern thing, yeah. you know. Totally. They don't flavor, the, you know, ketchup is mm. spicy. So yeah. careful with right. your salt and pepper. And- Speaking of which, total total side note, <laughs> I've got some salsa that you need to try that came back to us from the Midwest. Okay. It's, oh, man, it's so good. It's so good. Okay. It's it's really good. It's it's spicy. It's sweet. Uh, no, no. Is, there, is that like mango salsa or something? Or? It is. I like that stuff. I'm not good at describing okay. exactly what this is. It's what good. I will say is that it is... I'm addicted to it. Now, Shauna is like, I don't know why you like this stuff so much. Well, more but, for me. Yeah. But it's um, it was shipped to us uh, from a thousand miles away. Oh, boy. You know, from Missouri. Uh, just got it a couple days ago. Oh, man. It's so good. And, but it does have like the pepper seeds in it. So mm-hmm. when so you can enjoy it right then. And it's not like it hits you so hard that you're like burning. Yeah. yeah when I you eat like it. That. That's the thing is that it doesn't hurt you. When you eat it. Oh, okay. No. Yeah. So, uh, so far, so good. I'm just throwing how, that how out many there. Days? Right. Uh, or did you just get it today? It's been about 36 hours. Okay. So, we'll okay. see. Should we'll have. See. Okay. Yeah. The, it used to be that I would eat this stuff and it would kill me. It would just destroy my stomach. I can't. But, I'm not even going to try it. Well, you should at least come up and look at it because it's, it's. All right. I'll probably try a little man, bit. It's and, good. It's and good. They regret it later. There are a few things that I miss, you know, from living in the Midwest. Oh. And, but food is really, yeah. you know, there. I miss. Foods. I love. We had. Uh, now we're going to go on a food mm-hmm. tangent, but mm-hmm. state fair food. Oh yes. Like, pork chop on a stick at the Minnesota State Fair Ooh. was like to die for, and like and like um, corn on the cob at the mm-hmm. fair, sweet Martha's cookies. We just went to the Oregon uh, State Fair uh, two weeks ago. The Minnesota State Fair will blow oh, yeah. that I away. Believe it. I believe it. It is insanity. They had fried coffee, which I'm still trying to understand how this works. Fried <laughs> coffee. was just like, uh, yeah. If you're uh, listening to this uh, and you know what fried coffee is. Is it like frozen is, and then us. fried? Because they have deep fried everything at the Minnesota State Fair. I don't know. Like I'm Twinkies like, and Snickers and yeah, like yeah, all that crazy. And like I think Cronuts were developed there. Really? Yeah. Interesting. They're I, like the flaky peanut butter donuts. I had and, gotten a big. I got a big corn on the cob. I got a big old turkey leg. Man, I'm hungry now. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, I had some ice cream. But man, the. The, go to the dairy bar or dairy pavilion. It was like the women dairy farmers of Oregon or something like that. Uh-huh. And they had this whole thing. And, and so you could get the ice cream or you could get a glass of buttermilk. Ooh. And I, 
No. <laughs> I know. I almost did it no, just because I'm no, like, I okay. Can't. I told you adventurous. I thought. Well, I know my body enough to not try. Well, I know what buttermilk <laughs> is. Do they have a dairy? Uh, well, I was going to say a dairy queen, but it's a dairy princess. And they carve the princess's likeness out of butter. It, no. If they did, I did not see that. They have that at the Minnesota State oh, Fair. That's amazing. That is amazing. Ooh. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Yeah. Got to check out your local county fair, yep. state fair, all the good food. I like it. I feel like we've we've kind of talked about what we need to talk yeah, about. With sorry, this. you got a little I, sidetracked off. No, of. it, it's. I think having a, a good, healthy relationship with your body and food is really important. And yeah. going and eating the things that you like, right? That you know makes you feel good, like. I think don't make food the enemy and definitely don't make having a body that is not like what you see in a magazine. The enemy. Yeah. Don't make, don't make that like the thing that you're trying to attain. And you know, there are so many different ways that you can have a body and, and be healthy and whatever. And I mean, we could jump into it. We could do a deep dive into all that. I have a lot of very strong feelings about what, you know, we don't owe anybody. Yeah. Any of that stuff. So, you owe yourself to be happy. Right. Right. In so, the body you have. Totally. Be happy with it. Totally. So it's, yeah. So, I mean, that's what it comes down to. And I think uh, starting that early is important. And I, yeah. and these apps like this are pushing against that. Totally. I so, think they might've had the right intentions in maybe, I don't know, or they're just being capitalist. A lot of, just... yeah, a lot of people really very much dislike Weight Watchers. I think I did it half-assedly at one point, you know, a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just stopped. Uh, I've never, but yeah. I, they're really trying to change the way that they talk about weight loss and get away from that and be more about like, um, I don't know. They're trying to kind of fit into where we're at with things, you know, and in it, in you can't this, be a, a weight loss company. And yeah. Love your body, but you know, the thinner body. Yeah. Yeah. It's whatever. Well, yeah. And it's, it's not, it's still, I feel like still the same thing probably. All right. Yeah. Um, well, thank you for chatting about that. We do still have our, our new yes, segment our new that segment. we started. Yep. So, uh, what did we call it? Uh, what's on, tap for yes. what's up with Bruce and Jody what's up with Bruce and Jody is that, it? <laughs> is that the new segment name yeah we're, we we're, should probably nail that down yeah we, we probably should but this is a segment where we're talking about kind of whatever's going on with us this week or whatever's standing out uh, any of that kind of thing um yeah so uh you want me to go yes please all right all right so I'm, this is going to be a little bit more of a quick fire thing because okay. I'm just kind of thinking about my week it's been um this week has been insane uh, it's been good and it's been Raise the busy, roof. but, um, uh, so a couple things that I made mental notes about, um, uh, so I'm going to jump into old man mode here. Um, uh, get off my lawn. Yes, exactly. Uh, I have a garden. Oh yeah. I don't know. Maybe we've talked about yeah, this yeah. on the podcast we've talked before. About our gardening. Um, I did put some things out there. I did not do a good job of taking care of those things. Yeah, I haven't been to my garden and I don't remember. Man, why. things grew, uh, but they have. As they do. Yes, <laughs> but they've been eaten by everything that's out there. They've just kind of like. I did different kinds of tomatoes this year. Sucked. 
uh, did these bit, you know, I, I don't know. It was just, it hasn't been good. So I've not done a good job with any of this stuff. Um, the broccoli, I let go too long. And when you let broccoli yeah, go too long, flowers. it turns into something. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you can't um, let the block broccoli flower. I have Brussels sprouts that are covered in aphids. Oh, I love Brussels sprouts. I know. And I mean, I've got a ton of them out there. You can get rid of aphids. I know that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have Without chemicals. two beet plants, which I'm guessing means I have two beets. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh, so there's only two beets? And I did a ton of different kinds of peppers. So oh. I did some really hot. Oh. I don't think I've told this story. So I did a bunch of different kinds of peppers. Yeah, I, I remember did, that part. I did some that were sweet. Okay. Um, and I did uh, I did some really hot ones. And then I did some that were just unique and interesting. Um, I uh, did one that was like a paper lantern. Okay. So that's a pepper, pepper you eat? Yeah. Okay. And I did, uh, I did a few different kinds. And so they're taking a long time to mature. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were two of them that that turned red, and so I picked those. Uh, ate one; it's just perfect. It's yeah. just this, like it, it tastes wonderful. It's a little bit, a little bit of sweetness, a little bit of heat. Uh, one of the sweet ones, I, I grew those for my nine year old because he really likes his snacks. Oh, the, yeah, the sweet. Pe- oh, yeah, yeah, the little. He likes to just snack on those yeah, little, yeah. those little sweet peppers, you know. And that's what he he gets home from school and just grab some of those, and there we go. So I wanted to grow some because I thought it would be really cool to do. Mm-hmm. So um, one of those was ready. So I brought it in. You know, we were having dinner and all that. And I'm like, I've got this pepper for you. I was very excited because, yeah, my gardening skills this year have sucked. So I've, I got one pepper one, so far. You better enjoy this pepper. Exactly. So I brought it in <laughs> and I was like, you know, I washed it off. It's ready and you can you can try it. And so um, he gets it. He takes a big bite out of it and starts to chew it. And he starts to go, it was not the sweet pepper. Oh, it was the hottest peppers. It was like, uh, it was, it was past like habanero because then I tried it. Oh my God. It was like, and, and in hindsight, <laughs> looking back at it, it was one of those peppers. That's all like, like wrinkly. Yes. That curly. looks, that looks angry. Yeah. Yeah. It's I, like daring you to eat that it. Totally did not. I did like it didn't even occur to me when I washed this thing and then I handed it to him and he just he, he ate half of it and he, he's like then <laughs> yeah so he took it like a champ though I gotta Ooh. say yeah he took it like a champ so uh, of course I felt horrible about it so I ate the other half and you uh, know, so you can be, both be in misery. yeah yeah I'm like I'll be in pain with you but uh, yeah yeah so uh, so that's basically. Um, just thinking about other things. Um, so my 40th birthday is coming up in, <gasps> in a few months. What? Um, and I want to go somewhere. Ooh. I want to like I want to have an experience. Uh, problem is I can't decide on what to do. <laughs> okay. So I'm putting it out here to Uh-oh. the universe um, because I'm going to keep thinking about this. Four O. Yes. Extravaganza. Like I'm willing to travel somewhere. I'm willing to go and do a thing. I'd love just like some ideas is kind of what I'm looking for. So, um, I really wanted to do Hawaii. Oh, yeah. Because um, it's not a long flight from here and it's not super expensive from here. But um, my wife reminded me that we have a tiny baby and <laughs> yeah. can't tiny, quite. Tiny baby on a long flight. Can't quite do that for an extended period of time. And if we go to Hawaii, we don't want to just go for like two days. So, um, yeah. Okay. So I'm trying to think of 
Yeah, I, I would love suggestions. It doesn't have to be going to a place. It could be an experience, a thing to do, something to try, um, Okay, you know, whatever. And I mean, if it's a flight within the U.S., we can definitely go. We can go for a couple of days and it'll be fine. Yeah, but, yeah. But we can't do a week. So, yeah. Okay. Wow. There is my challenge to whoever is listening. All the listeners. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I was trying to listen and think of things that are going on with me as well. Yes. Um, which has been hard. I have been reading a lot. Really? Uh, I started a new book, uh, which I was trying to think of what it was called. Oh, Turn the Ship Around, oh. I think. I should have been looking it up yes. while you were talking, but I was trying to listen. While you're looking it up, I'll, I'll throw out something uh, as far as media consumption. Um, totally random. Uh, Green Day put out a new song, what? and it sounds not at all like Green Day, which is I, I think is a good thing. Um, and I've been listening to it like crazy. Like it's not. I usually listen to a lot of like electronicy. I don't know. Yeah, or different different kind of stuff. Um, but this song has just been like like the the vocals don't even sound like him any of this. It's it's interesting. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. So the book the book is. Uh, Turn the ship around a true story of turning followers into leaders. Oh. So it's like a leadership nice. sort of book. Right. Um, it's about a submarine captain oh. who did all this training to be the captain of a certain, I don't remember, whatever class of submarine. Sure. And then at the last minute, he got reassigned to a completely different class of submarines. Whoa. So he knew nothing really about it. Yeah. And so he had to pretty much learn from all of the other people on the boat oh wow like how the ship ran and so he i haven't finished it all but it's about like there's a leader follower empowerment model type leadership styles interesting so it's like it's about like you don't need other people to empower you yeah kind of thing it's it's a really good book. That's actually, that's a really interesting idea because I think, you know, uh, and, and I find that with, with myself, with, uh, with Chubster sometimes is just like, I sometimes feel like, I don't know, like, not like I want, uh, like, I, not like I need permission necessarily, but like having someone else around that, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't even know how to, it is kind of like being empowered, like waiting for mm-hmm. someone to empower you to do something. Yeah. So he talked about like <clears throat> the, whatever shipmate person would hmm. tell him what they were going to do and then do it. Right. Instead of like waiting for him to tell them what to do. Yeah. And then I don't know, because it's always like the top down, especially in like the military, it's the top down sure. sort of thing. And then no one feels like they have any control over what's actually happening right. or they have any like ownership of, you know, the boat or any pride in the boat. Or, right. So it's about empowering those people, but showing them that they can empower themselves by the, they know how to run the ship better than he does because right. he doesn't know anything about this particular boat. Right. So having them tell him what they're going to do because they already know how to do. It. I don't know. It was 
it like I said, I haven't finished it all, but is it about empowering people to do what they Yeah, what they do? already know yeah. how to do yeah. and yeah. Getting out of getting out of their way and allowing them yeah. to yeah. It says yeah. the best how to manual anywhere for managers on delegating training and driving flawless execution. Well it's I think it's it's uh it can be a scary idea to like seed control of something and let somebody else come in and kind of take that mm-hmm. and the um, hope that they are going to do it right. Yeah. And especially if you if you are doing a thing and you're steering the ship or you've been doing a thing for a long time. Um, well, and I think a lot of managers or leaders, they think that they're they want to feel indispensable or irreplaceable or whatever, but that doesn't do your team any justice because one day you will leave or you'll transfer or whatever. And then what are they, you know, that doesn't show that you are a very good leader if it falls apart as soon as you leave. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Personally, as a, as a manager, I want my team to run even when I'm not there and I don't have to worry about, you know, I was going to say the ship sinking right, or, right. you know, whatever sure. it is you want it. It's going to, if you empower your team and you let them take the reins, it's going to run and you don't have to worry so much. The goal should be to build out a well-oiled machine mm-hmm. that will work without you having to oversee every single. So, yeah. Micromanage yeah. every little thing and like, Oh no, like you, you know, you should, uh, you should talk about this again once you finish the book and okay. just see yeah. what the takeaways are. I think that's interesting. I, I think uh, uh, letting others have some control and, and it doesn't even have to be maybe you don't manage a team or run your own business, but I, I think there's in, a lot. In anywhere in your life, if, you know, like yeah. even if it's giving them the illusion of choice or control, totally. like you get to do this or, you know, these are the things you can do, Sure, you know, and let them take ownership of it and let them take. People want that. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, at the end Makes of the sense. day, I'm just selling clothes. Yeah. You know, I'm not captaining a nuclear submarine yet, but it's yet. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, but it's the same sort of concepts. Sure. You know, yeah, I don't want to be doing it all. Makes sense. I got enough to do. You got enough. All right. All right. Thank you, Bruce. Thank you, Jody. We've done it. Yes. So please share our episode with your friends and maybe your foes. (laughs) Yes. Tell your enemies about the podcast. They'll love you even more. Yep. All right. Until next time. Ahoy, matey. Is that goodbye? It is. Bye. Baby. Thanks for listening to Heavy Conversation. Be sure to like and subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. 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 Podcasts.